Welcome. You are listening to Aftersight. This recording is intended solely for individuals who are blind or have low vision. Thank you for joining us for the reading of the February edition of the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. Taking a look at the front page of the Crestone Eagle, we'll start with this article written by Anya Katz. Dark sky added to welcome to Crestone sign. A small sign designating Crestone as an official international dark sky community has been added to the wooden welcome to Crestone sign at the entrance to town. Crestone trustees and town residents emphatically rejected Mayor Karina Danforth's proposal at an October special meeting to construct a seven-foot-high, eight-foot-wide sign estimated to cost $13,000. The trustees opted instead for a smaller, less expensive sign. While Crestone is required to display an official sign designating it as a dark sky community to recertify with the International Dark Sky Association, IDA, there is no specific requirement in terms of cost or size. All trustees agreed a smaller, more affordable sign would be sufficient and better suited to the values and priorities of the Crestone community. At the November regular town meeting, Dark Sky Committee member Scott Stevens presented an alternative idea for a Dark Sky sign. Because there was such pushback on the other sign, we've completely retreated and we're going to go very, very basic, Stevens said. Instead of building an entirely new structure, the new sign hangs under the existing wooden Welcome to Crestone sign and is printed on vinyl with reflective paint to give the sign a very subtle nighttime glow. The dark sky sign was printed by Extreme Graphics in Alamosa for $367. Given the affordable cost of the new design, several trustees and the mayor suggested that one or two additional smaller signs could also be printed for display in other places in town, such as in Little Pearl Park and at the entrance to the campground. The trustees plan to research whether grant money already received for the dark sky sign could be used to finance these additional signs given that the grant expired on December 31, 2023. If not, the board plans to contact Joyful Journey Hot Springs to see if they would be willing to help finance the cost of additional signage. Installation of the sign was completed by the IDA's required January 31st deadline. And now turning to POA news, written by Anya Katz. POA sends letter to Colorado Department of Revenue. Design guidelines set. Owners camping now with BOCC. The Baca Grand Property Owners Association, POA, is again sending a letter to the Colorado Department of Revenue in hopes of helping residents who have been getting taxed unfairly by online retailers and other internet-based businesses. This was among a number of items presented at the POA's January meeting. The board presented a drafted letter that they plan to send to the C, uh, Colorado Department of Revenue in an effort to correct the erroneous 3.5% sales tax charged to residents of the Baca Grand subdivision for online purchases on websites such as Amazon and Airbnb. This is the second communication from the board to the Department of Revenue on behalf of POA members. The board was able to collect 60 resident signatures and will be submitting those along with the letter to request the department's assistance in helping citizens avoid the ongoing burden of inaccurately charged online sales tax. Design Guidelines 
Also at the January meeting, the POA presented its design guidelines document for final review. After seven major revisions, six minor revisions, extensive public review, and comment sessions spanning over seven hours of open sessions, the POA's revised design guidelines were submitted for a final review to the Environmental Advisory Committee. Following the EAC review, the revisions will be submitted for legal review before final approval. The design guideline revisions are intended to eliminate ambiguity, remove repetition, and clarify permissible building types. Information about FireWise, Dark Skies, and Wildlands initiatives will also be included. At the county level, a, a significant change regarding owners' rights to camp on their property during construction should be finalized during the February Sawatch County Commission meeting. This countywide change would allow Sawatch County residents to camp on their property for the duration of their two-year building permit. For residents of the Baca Grant subdivision, this would enable members to camp on their property for the duration of the POA's 18-month permit. The Board hopes to present their final design guideline revisions by the March 2024 meeting. The Board also discussed vacancies open for the Violation and Appeals Committee the Environmental and Architectural Committee, and FireWise. The Board encouraged POA members to join these committees in order to facilitate flexibility and smoother operations. Information about each committee and committee applications can be found under the About tab at the website www.bacagran.org. Year-end Financials Year-end financial statements for 2023 were presented, showing a significant positive variance, in indicating an increase in net income and overall financial stability. The Board plans to post monthly financials for 2024 on the POA website once the year-end financials for 2023 have been finalized. The financials we shared during the meeting are an initial rough draft produced on a cash basis, said POA Manager Jay last name held, withheld by request. They are a first draft that we wanted to share with the community for directionality and transparency. We will follow up in the months ahead with printed versions as well as dedicated time for review during both board meetings and info exchanges in either February or March, he added. He continued, as we know, there will also be accrual-based adjustments and finalized financials will be prepared by the auditors. Other items. The POA presented the redesign of their website, bacagrand.org, with the goal of enhancing community well-being and streamlining content, resources, and documents for greater efficiency. The January meeting ended with a discussion of the emergency siren system and signal protocol and its limitations. A recommendation was made to include information about emergency siren protocol on the POA's website. Additionally, Fire mitigation strategies were discussed with an emphasis on the need for increased funding to purchase equipment that would minimize environmental impact. The POA meets on the third Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. at the Association Hall, 68575 County Road T, and via teleconference. The meetings are open for members to attend, and the information about future meetings can be found at the website www.bacagrand.org slash calendar. And the third Thursday of this month is February 15th.
And now turning to Sawatch County News and clips from The Clerk, written by Trish Gilbert, Sawatch County Clerk and Recorder. Curing mail-in ballots with TXT2Cure. The Secretary of State provides the TXT2Cure system, so Colorado voters can use their mobile phones to submit the additional information necessary to resolve problems with or cure their mail ballots and ensure they are counted. Who can use TXT2Cure system? By the way, the 2 is the number 2, TXT2Cure system. Voters whose mail ballots are rejected due to a missing or discrepant signature or failure to enclose a photocopy of an acceptable form of ID with their ballot, if required, may use TXT2Cure to resolve those issues and ensure their ballots are counted. What information do I need to use TXT2Cure? To use the TXT2Cure system, voters will need their voter ID number and an acceptable form of identification. That information is contained in the letter that qualifying voters will receive from the county clerk and recorder. Can I use the TXT2Cure system before I receive the ballot rejection letter from my clerk and recorder? Yes. You can obtain your voter ID number by logging into Colorado's online voter registration system at GoVoteColorado.gov. For a complete list of acceptable forms of identification, contact the Clerk and Recorder's Office. I have my voter ID number and an acceptable form of identification. How do I access the TXT2Cure system? Just follow these steps. 1. Text the word Colorado to the number 28683. Touch the link you receive in the reply text. Click the Cure My Ballot button. Enter your voter ID number. When prompted, provide your signature by signing the screen of your mobile phone. When prompted, use your mobile phone's camera to take a picture of an acceptable form of ID. Click Submit and you're done. For more information, contact the Swatch County Clerk and Recorder at 719-655-2512. DMV Kiosks Colorado MV Express is a self-service DMV kiosk that offers a fast and easy way to renew your vehicle registration, print a duplicate registration and tab, and click and, and check on the status of a title. It is a blue and yellow machine with touchscreen technology that looks similar to an ATM. Simply scan the barcode on your renewal postcard or type your license plate number on the touch screen. The machine will accept your payment and print your registration and license plate tabs on the spot. If you live in a participating county, you can use a kiosk to renew personal automobiles, pickup trucks, motorcycles, motorhomes, utility trailers, and camper trailers. It will not renew a collector, commercial fleet, dealer, government, or taxi livery vehicle tow truck, or any disabled veteran specialty license plates. There are counties that have a physical kiosk and counties that are participating only, which means they can use a kiosk but do not have one in their county. Swatch County is a participating only county and is now live on all the kiosks in Colorado. General Requirements Your vehicles must be registered in a participating county. Your address must be correct on your renewal notice. 
you must have proof of liability insurance on file if indicated on your renewal postcard. You must have a valid vehicle emission inspection on file if applicable. If you meet all requirements shown, just noted, you may renew your vehicle registration at any kiosk in the state. When to renew? You can renew anytime starting in the month prior to your expiration month. There is a late fee of $25 per month and back ownership taxes if you renew after your grace period has ended. For more information, call the Sawatch County Clerk at 719-655-2512. New Electronic Recording Technology Board ERTB, policies. Fraud protection. Fraud protection services allow citizens to sign up for alerts via their name or address. The cost of these services can now be covered by an ERTB grant. Commissioner Minutes Digitization. The Electronic Recording Technology Board recently updated its digitization policy to include the digitization of land records in county commissioner minutes that are not in the electronic recording system. What's next? Cybersecurity. The Electronic Recording Technology Board will be focusing on helping counties with guidance and assessments of their systems to prevent attacks. The year in review for the state fiscal year, July 2022 to June 2023. Total revenue collected, $2,248,956. Total grants awarded, $529,880.75. Number of counties that received a grant, 13. Current fund balance, $5,902,005. Since inception, total grants awarded since inception, $14,125,030. Total number of counties that received a grant since inception, 55 out of 64 counties. How Ballot Tracks Works for Voters Ballot Tracks is a free service available to all active, non-confidential voters. Ballot Tracks pushes ballot status notifications to voters in message formats they select from the time that ballots are sent until they are counted. Ballot Tracks provides voters increased customer service and transparency, resulting in higher mail ballot voter confidence and turnout. Voters can access ballot tracks by signing in at the website https colon slash slash ballottracks.coloradosos.gov slash voter or the ballot tracks landing page for the county in which they are registered. For example, swatch.ballottracks.net. By the way, tracks is spelled T-R-A-X. To log in, voters simply enter their first name, last name, date of birth, and residential zip code to access their ballot tracks account. Once logged into ballot tracks, voters can change their notification methods, modify the hours between which ballot tracks will send them ballot status messages, check the current status of their mail or in-person ballot, or opt out of ballot tracks altogether. To opt out of ballot tracks entirely, voters simply need to unselect all not notification methods and click update. Voters' ballots and votes always remain confidential. 
Ballot Tracks provides updates to voters based on score data regarding the status or stage of their mail or in-person ballots in a particular election. SCORE does not record, and county and state elections officials never know, the manner in which any particular voter voted. Confidential voters cannot use ballot tracks. For more information, call the Sawatch County Clerk at 719-655-2512. And now turning to this notice written by Zela Kundmiri, Chokure Ranch seeks a new steward to protect land and water. Kyle Grote, owner of Chokure Yak Ranch off Road T, is looking for a partner to help him finance and manage the 2,400-acre ranch. The ideal partner would buy 40% into the ranch and be motivated to protect the water, steward the land, and feed the local community organic food. I started out protecting the land and water. Even if I'm not a part of it later, I want to see it continue, said Kyle. This ranch, as you are driving into Creston on both sides of the road, you don't see development. You see grass and animals. It can help the community to thrive. I don't want to sell the ranch and let it fall into the wrong hands, he said. No one owns the land. We are just caretakers. I am looking at my caretaker role, and hopefully it is not coming to an end. Ultimately, I want someone to come in and have partial ownership and do this together. Protecting the water, land, and feeding the community is something I have passion for. I love this community. I love this valley, Kyle added. With old senior ditch water rights, 20 artesian wells, and over 20,000 square feet of covered growing space, Chokorayak Ranch pre represents a solid place to invest. The value of the ranch has nearly quadrupled since 2007 and is expected to continue. To inquire about a partnership or for any other questions, contact via email kgrote, that's K-G-R-O-T-E, at sacredvalleymed.com. And we have this article from the Baca Grand Volunteer Fire Department, written by Christina Lakish, Acting Deputy Chief of the Baca Grand Volunteer Fire Department. Smoke. Winter fire safety needed indoors and out. When the weather dips into the single digits and below, and we spend a good amount of time and energy keeping warm, it is easy to feel more comfortable with fire. We think of wildfire season as being between April and August. However, with little snowfall, low humidity, and frequent winds, the risk of wildfire is still present. Wildfire season in the American West never really ends these days. For this reason, outdoor burning is discouraged in general. If you must burn outdoors, make sure your burn area is free from combustibles, out from under tree branches, and all fuels to be burned are well contained within the safe burning area. Have three means of extinguishment within reach while you're burning. These can include a fire extinguisher, a source of water, and a shovel with mineral soil or sand accessible. If you are within the boundaries of the Baca Grand Chalets, grants, or mobile home estates, please call Colorado State Patrol at 719-589-5807, dispatcher for Baca Fire, to notify them of a controlled burn. Please check the weather to ensure you are not planning your burn on a red flag day. These are days when the probability of ignition is extremely high. These conditions include low relative humidity, high winds, high temperatures, and other weather conditions. Good conditions for burning include 
low wind, snow on the ground, and higher relative humidity. Meanwhile, inside our homes, many of us prefer to heat with wood. It is critical to clean your chimney at least twice per year, once at the beginning of the cold season and once in the spring. It may be necessary to clean it more often, depending on the type of wood you are burning and how much. Green wood generates more creosote than well-cured wood, and evergreen wood generates more than deciduous woods. The buildup of creosote inside the walls of the chimney can catch fire, which can then spread to walls via radiant heat. It can also cause airflow backup issues, sending smoke back into the house. Treat wood stove and fireplace ashes wisely, too. Do not dispose of them improperly, such as in paper bags, setting them out on a deck, placing them in a dumpster, and similar methods. Use a metal trash can with a secure lid and set that in a clear space away from your building to cool safely. Extension cords are also common causes of fires, especially in the winter. Extension cord cords can overheat if too many strands are connected. Indoor extension cords should never be used outdoors. Do not overload the electrical circuits where extension cords are plugged in. Running space heaters using extension cords is also not recommended. Space heaters should be placed well away from any combustible materials. Be cautious of curtains, bedding, furniture, and objects that may fall too close to the heater. Carbon monoxide is odorless and is a byproduct of burning organic materials and heating fuels, propane or natural gas. A carbon monoxide detector should be installed in every room of your home and tested monthly. Batteries should be changed once per year. We wish everyone a safe, happy, and warm start to 2024. And now turning to the Crestone Events calendar. Wednesday, February 14th, Sri Babaji's Mahasamadhi Commemoration, Harikana Universal Ashram, 10 a.m. to noon. Also Wednesday, February 14th, Finding the Line Where Love Can Live, Navigating Heartbreak, Divorce, and Changing Relationships with Chantel Pence, Baca Grand Library, 5 to 7 p.m. On Sunday, February 18th, Sufi Deeker, 3 to 4.30 p.m., Pray, Chant, and Sing as One. All are welcome. You can contact this email address for more information, hamidanur303 at gmail.com. And from the library, tax help in February, every Thursday from 10 a.m. to noon at the Baca Grand Library by appointment, and every Tuesday from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. at the Swatch Public Library by appointment. And the library office offers Wellness Wednesdays educational classes by Lisa Ann Emery on the third Wednesday of the month from noon to 1 p.m. at the Swatch Public Library. The first educational class is Finding Strength in the Winter Blues on February 21st. And we also have Free Food Friday every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon at the Baca Grand Library and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Swatch Public Library. And the library also offers this reminder. Please note that libraries will be closed on Monday, February 19th for President's Day. 
and food distribution will also be available on Tuesday, February 13th in Center for Commodities from 10.30 a.m. to noon, in Swatch for Commodities and Senior from 1.30 to 3 p.m. on Tuesday the 13th, and in Moffitt, Free Spirit Christian Church, Highway 17 and Moffat Way from 2 to 4 p.m. on Tuesday, February 13th. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us for the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aftersight.org or by calling 303-786-7777.